0: This is Talitha Kume and you're tuned in to Intimate Conversations. Please in it by Food for the Soul. Hot, hot 7025 FM. Make radio great again. Welcome to Intimate Conversations with your girl Talitha Kume. Please by Food for the Soul Media Group on Hot 702.5 FM and live on our FB page. Food for the Soul Media Group. Stay tuned in y'all and we will be right back. In these uncertain times, everyone needs a hand up. Becoming a sponsor or making a donation to Food for the Show Media Group is a great opportunity to help. Intimate Conversations with Talitha and Bobby airs every Saturday at 1 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Hot 702.5, streaming radio and live on our FB page. Intimate Conversations discusses all of those topics we don't like to talk about. Become a sponsor or donate today at foodfortheshowmediagroup.press. Let's talk about it. Welcome back, and thank you for tuning in this afternoon to Intimate Conversations with Talitha and Bobby presented by Food for the Soul Media Group here on Hot 702.5 FM and on our Food for the Soul FB page. If you guys have not already, please go like our page, follow us on Instagram at Food for the Soul Media Group and Orlay Worldwide, and subscribe to our YouTube stations, Food for the Soul Media Group and Intimate Conversations. Um... You guys, if you would like to call in and be a part of our conversation today, you can do so by calling 702-551-5261 when we open our lines. Or you can comment on our Facebook page and don't forget to hashtag us at hashtag food for the soul and intimate conversations, you guys. So I'm trying to share this and it's not sharing. What is going on? Help me with that. I don't know how to share that. Oh, there it goes. All
1: yeah, right, and right. I was
0: trying to tag you guys, too. So um, our theme for the month has been the calm before the storm, and this is our last Saturday of the month, and today we wanted to finish discussing our conversation, The Turn, and do a part two because we did uh, The Turn not last week because Bobby wasn't here, the weekend before last, and we were talking about or we were asking if black people were on the come up. So we are asking right. if they were on the come up. Um, and when we looked at some of the articles that I found in statistics, we saw a little increase um, of a come-up. And then Bobby told us that we were on the black side, or he felt like we were on the black side of the yin and yang. So really yeah. quick, uh, Reese, what do you think? Do you think that we're on the turn-up as blacks? Are we are we getting our turn? Are we up right now? I believe so. You think so? Yeah. Okay, with everything that's going on. yeah, better <clears throat> opportunities. Yeah.
2: Um, we have now, because we have to slow down so we got more time to research to look up stuff you
0: hear me so that's what I said Hmm. I said as far as the research 2020 if it didn't teach us nothing else we learned a lot about ourselves and just the world uh, in a whole and we we decided to start doing some different stuff and realized that we had been um, um, we had a lot of falsehoods going on
1: yeah, bam, bam, So right. our
0: eyes were really opened right. in 2020. So um, today I want to discuss what that looks like for the LGBTQ community. Is the Equality Act a part of the turn? And I wanted to ask why have so many abandoned the faith, especially <coughs> our black sisters? And what have they turned to? Two. So we're in the studio today with our good friend Reese the Peacock Stylist in oh, the man. building. Uh what's good, right Reese? Tell us tell tell our listeners about yourself. <laughs> well, hello, hello. I
2: am Reese the Peacock Stylist. I am from D Town, which is Dallas, Texas, and not Detroit. Yes. All
1: right. The D Town. <laughs> yeah.
2: Dallas. <The>. Dallas. <laughs> so uh by my profession, I am a hairstylist, been over about 20 years. Um, like That's I said, I'm born and raised from Dallas. Yeah. Uh, I actually met the first
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, with some girl organization, we're going to just say that, yeah. and we just kind of bonded and blended <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and started, you know this what I'm saying? So uh just loving on each other. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, when you meet one, you meet the other. So then yep. I'm <laughs> Big Bobby <laughs> is hey. what I say when I'm rolling down the street and I see him. Uh, became my friend, my fellow designer, yeah, and man. all of this stuff. Uh So just in the world of creativity, it's how I was blessed for you two to be in my life. So I was Aww. excited about that. Oh, we win. Yeah. We win. Big time. Yeah. yeah. And so just here to... It's beyond. Yeah. 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 They already trying to make me come out here full time.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean.
0: <laughs> I don't know how my people would feel. Yeah, they they wouldn't like that at all. Right. At all. Um, so, yeah. uh, before we get into the show, uh, Recy actually was <laughs> out here celebrating her <laughs> friend's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but she happened to be able to come through and help us this weekend as well. So, Bobby, talk about the I Am Self Love fashion show. Um, that we just participated in real quick shout out to k paris productions too
1: k paris productions what's happening man everybody around me pretty that that, it was pretty there's a lot of beautiful people there man yeah it was uh it was good to see um her have the balls to um Mm -hmm. throw a whole (laughs) predominantly black fashion show (laughs) right in the middle of a golf course
2: with yes, predominantly. But
1: with predominantly yeah. older Ooh. white guys who yes. were, you're messing up my Friday morning. <laughs> 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 Sour my grits. They're mad. <laughs> you know, so it was good and ballsy to see that, man. It felt great. Yeah. It felt like true liberation, man. It felt like the black side of the yin-yang. Yeah. And they're trying to demonize that, like, oh, well, it's going to get this and that. Nah, y'all mean we're fixing to start winning and y'all are mad that the rebuttal's coming. Yeah. You know, so. It was great. I know was a little bit little yeah. bit off, but I think that's why she did that. So okay. it, was, it was awesome to me.
0: I dug it. I yeah. dug it. I dug it. We had a really, really good time. And, again, shout out to all the models that participated in the show. And um, uh, t- shout out to the artist Red.
1: Hey, Look Red, what's Red? happening? Come yeah. get your vest, man. Yeah. I don't know why you gave it back. Yeah. What was that?
0: Yeah, that was for you. Yeah. So, all right, so we're going to go ahead and get into the show. Um, first, we're going to be talking about the Equality Act. So, it's a lot of reading, so I need you guys to pay attention because you are going to be commenting on it. On so, her reading. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, it's a lot of reading. Welcome God, to class. Dog. Okay. So, you guys, I'm going to try and do it as fast as I can. I, I try to pull some stuff, but you know, you know how it is. So, anyway... The Equality Act is a landmark piece of legislation that would expand federal civil rights laws to protect LGBTQ people from discrimination in employment, housing, credit, jury service, and federally funded programs, such as those for health and education, as well as public places and spaces. Um, They say non-discrimination protections are sorely needed, A, a nationally representative representative 2020 survey from the center for american progress revealed that one in three lgbtq americans including three in five transgender americans experienced discrimination in just the past year so the fact sheets explain how the equality act advances fair treatment for lgbtq people women people of color and people of faith and so it says the u.s supreme court uh, ruled in Bostic clayton county seven that it is illegal under the title five of um, Civil Rights Act of 1964 for an employer to not hire or to fire or to otherwise discriminate against individuals because of their sexual orientation or gender identity. So the, the Equality Act is going to ensure that that does not happen. So I'm just going to kind of briefly just kind of yeah. paraphrase some of this stuff. Um, and then the Equality Act, as far as housing is concerned, it amended the Fair Housing Act or is going to amend the Fair Housing Act, which says that... Um, LGBTQ people would be protected under that. Specifically, the law would prohibit differential treatment in renting, selling, pricing, eviction, service provision, shelter access, homeowner's insurance, mortgage lending, and other activities along with harassment, coercion, and retaliation in the exercise of their fair housing rights. Federally funded program. The federal government funds a wide range of programs including shelters, schools, community health centers, adoption agencies, and law enforcement or carceral institutions. So the amendment is going to benefit LGBTQ students in federally funded schools by clarifying federal protection against bullying, (coughs) harassment, ensuring that students have the right to use sex-segregated facilities and participate in sex-segregated activities in accordance with their gender identity. Public spaces, it says that... um, The Equality Act would establish uh, protection in public accommodation. That means that businesses open to the public, such as restaurants and pharmacies, would face accountability if they discriminate against, mistreat, or refuse to serve LGBTQ individuals. Um, And it says it also... uh, The Equality Act would ensure protections for race, color, religion, national origin, and sex in public spaces, including retail stores, transportation, and healthcare providers. here's the last one. So it said, the Equality Act would benefit many religious people and would not undermine existing religious exemptions in the amended civil rights laws, despite the suggestions of opponents of the LGBTQ uh, equality. So people of faith would, in fact, receive new protections from discrimination, Meanwhile, religious organizations would retain all the same exemptions they already have under the Civil Rights Law. They would still be allowed to favor people of the same religion so long as they do not discriminate based on other protected characteristics. Importantly, the Equality Act clarifies that the Religious Freedom Restoration Act cannot serve as a defense against claims of discrimination. So this ensures that religion cannot be weaponized as a license to discriminate including against people for their religious beliefs. So that is some of the Equality Law Act, you guys. So, well, let's, was, um, so let's unpack it.
1: Well, why was that printed uh, in red? Was that the words of Christ? Um On your notes.
0: You know what? You're funny. (laughs) You are so funny, and I'm not even going to get into that with you right now. So anyway, uh, so what are we thinking? We talked about this on my other show, Rude Awakening, and uh, there was a lot to say. So I asked you guys if this bill was similar to the first Civil Rights Act bill that was passed in 1964. I say that because I was asking if we feel like the LGBTQ community is fighting for their rights to have the same equality that heterosexual people have, mm-hmm. right? So I was asking if this, or if we feel, or if anybody feels this, this is similar to when black people were fighting for our civil rights and white people were like, "Oh no, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't want the niggers around." Right? And are we now the believers or the religious community treating the LGBTQ the same exact way? Mm-hmm. So uh let's go Reese tell me what you think. Uh
2: and and some
0: perspectives like mm-hmm. you know
2: I think uh it is almost similar to what we as black culture had to go through. Uh-huh. but then you know now you have like okay so uh, being black and gay is like double, so you have to go through it in different communities. That's, that's you know what I'm right. saying to prove yourself to right. be just as human as everybody else, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's just where the conflict comes in, at. Right. And it's crazy that you know it's okay for <clears throat> even when we put it religion, it's okay if you know they qu- quote unquote the choir directors say this. Their their talents are being able to be used, but they cannot be themselves. Facts. On you know on the podium. Right, okay. so I just feel yeah. like you know it's like yes, it's a contradiction. And
1: you yeah. said black, right? And black and true. gay is double, and mm-hmm. you know you got black, gay, and racist, right? Which is triple, and that's Ellen, right? You know she so she getting kicked in the face all over the place, yeah. But um, I think I think that um, when does it stop? So we're fighting this today, mm-hmm. you know. So the restroom thing, we saw some restrooms the other day that were uh
0: gender. Uh, gender specific. So right. Were, I mean, not gender specific. They were open gender. So they were, you can go there, man at, or a woman, whatever.
1: So I come from a household where that's not normal, you know, where I see something like that then I act weird and I get all kind of strangeed out by seeing some lady walk out of the stall. How do you, how do you fix that? Mm-hmm. You know, this is like, this, this is never going to stop.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. It has to be wrong. a
1: complete washout and then start over for any of this to stop. It's just, you know, but I'm right. seeing it bigger than just black and, and gay this is well why can't I do this you know they got away with it well why can't I do this they got away with it then you know in 100 years this whole thing would be upside down because everybody wants to get away with everything they want to get away with because they're all setting their damn feelings Mm -hmm. as opposed to just seeing the natural order and just letting that thing roll Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know I feel that way so
0: I think it's, it's I think it's a hard sell though because of the um the the makeup of society, period, and yeah. then the creation. You know what I'm saying? So, as as far as we can remember, we were taught. As far as we can remember, we were taught that uh, man is man, right. woman is woman, and so because society um, divides everything from that concept, it's going to be very hard to change that unless. You know, people start changing because you have men and women in the world. And so being taught that for years and years and years and years and years, you know what I'm saying? And that, that, that's going to be hard to change that um, ideology of how we see stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like
1: how we were. I think it's happening now. Mm-hmm. It's happening. It's happening fast. You think? Uh, yeah. To where that, that line is getting pretty blurred. We're not really seeing, mm-hmm. seeing that too much. Right. You know, we're getting to a see people. Yeah. Society. Uh-huh. I'm just, and I'm with it. I just feel, oh, I just feel a little bit sideways about having to change the pronouns. Is that right? Yeah. Like, I don't know.
2: Based upon, it's just kind of easy to say neutral instead of.
1: It's just so hard to to a lot of people, especially coming from you, the South.
2: Right, if I see you, know. you it'll be ma'am or sir. But mm-hmm. that right. might not necessarily be the case. Right.
1: No. Yeah, so you just have to automatically be what seems to be in most part of the country rude. Yeah. To be acceptable, or accepted, or to keep people from feeling uh, unaccepted. Okay.
0: And uh, then, yeah, and then people are going, and, and then and then you're going to get those people that are going to be really upset. Like, but us in the hip hop
1: culture, we're good. We can make it because it's fam, you know, bro, bro, everybody, bro. So it don't really matter right. at that point. You can't get offended, dude. I don't
0: like you know. being called bro though.
2: But I man, hate all right, it. whatever,
1: bro, for sure. Yeah.
2: And I mean, that But you know yeah. that also comes back to the terminology when um, you know why people say "hey dudes" yeah. instead of instead of ladies right. or sir, they would right. just be like well,
1: guys, yeah, hey guys, hey guys."
2: Like, but it's never you know right. gender
1: purpose, right? Yeah.
2: But we don't like that either. So you know, but yeah. I'm like, no, nobody's gonna be ever satisfied. So that's always what I'm saying. It's
1: like the people who are the most dissatisfied are fighting the hardest, and that's the reason why people are winning. Yeah, as opposed to just being satisfied and whatever the hell you're satisfied with, just be you and go do that that's fine find you six seven other people that do that same you and be great over there Mm -hmm. that shouldn't be a big issue Mm -hmm. but it is because we want to be greedy and we want more people to see us and more people to all that setting the feelings and that's the reason why this thing will never stop until we get that and it's deeper than that it's deeper than equality for and what's next i can't be racist in my own neighborhood now what get the hell out of here they can get away with it you're going to let me say niggers many times I need to. And if I want to hang flags in front of my house, I'm going to do that. Tell you what, right? And then they go fight. <laughs> then they can get away with it. And where we at? Well, you sure right. And yeah, yeah, you sure, nigga, you sure right. Yeah, you can't tap dance too long around it. It's got to stop somewhere. You know, so.
0: Yeah, that's real crazy. Yeah. I can agree with that. I can agree with that. Um, What about, but with the with the very last one, the reason why I did do that in mm-hmm. the head, was because um it seemed if you guys listen to it it seemed kind of contradictory to me a little bit so <laughs> it seemed it it seemed like it did it seemed like like they were saying that this equality act yeah. would um would actually protect religion
1: mm-hmm. and
0: it would protect protect the LGBTQ at the same time right but it's it also said that we couldn't, as believers, we couldn't use it to demonize, weaponize the LGBTQ community and we could not not serve. Like right. remember the uh, incident with the, um, the, the company that didn't want to do the cake? Mm-hmm for that uh the couple that wanted to get married and they got sued and they ended up going out of business I believe. Right. And so this is saying that we're protected, but it doesn't seem like we are protected if they decide that they don't want to do that type of cake or something. I don't or like understand. what if they I don't want to perform uh, what if they don't want to perform a um an LGBTQ None wedding of that
1: stuff. I've never agreed or understood any what of that cuz you know, you go to McDonald's, you ain't feeling that same way, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm here to serve. It's funny. The only people that seem to to want to beat down on other, pe- other people and refuse to serve them based on whatever they believe are Christians. Okay. Because we spend all of our money with Buddhists and, uh, and Muslims all day. Uh-huh. They never turn away nothing from us. You okay. see what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. All, all they need to do is shut the door. Uh, uh, the Muslims shut the door seven times and go pray. Mm-hmm. You know. What'd Buddhists you think? just switch out the yeah. look. You know, they still run the game on us. What you think, So
0: that is a difference as far as i i was just saying that if if the equality act is supposed to protect uh religious beliefs as well as the lgbtq community but then they say then they turn around and say that a pastor is weaponizing um their belief by not performing a lgbtq wedding then they're then they're wrong so i'm saying how is that it seems contradictory it's definitely people. wrong
1: because if this person has the belief enough to come to your janky behind to marry them then for some reason they believe that you should do that that should be enough but the reason that we're falling off as human beings is because most people want to act godish and be god and do his job it's not your job your job is just to perform a wedding perform the damn wedding you know and then let those people work, work whatever they got to work out if that's what they got to do that's none of your business you're not sleeping with them none of that i never understood that and i won't
2: yeah um it's just hard. I mean just I it's I have to just do my research to know okay. who's going to be comfortable enough to do that before I
0: can't get mad because everybody don't yeah feel the way the I feel. Yeah. So and that's what I was saying. I was just saying that for but me But they get mad at
1: you but, for feeling like you do though. Right. That's what I'm no, saying. It's, like no, it's not but, right.
0: but but I'm saying that I wouldn't get mad. That's why I said I'm yeah. not I'm not that person. I'm not that believer, but what I'm saying is that I do believe that if I'm in the LGBTQ community, then why not go to a community or why not go to a minister that will perform my ceremony? Why would I get mad or upset they didn't? or go? No, no, no. I'm not. Say, I'm not saying that they didn't. But even I'm, in
1: that, finding a minister that's, you know, that, in the community would have been hard at that at that moment. So
0: well, at that time maybe it would have been. But what I'm saying is that if I go to someone who believes the way, because it also said in there that they're not going to. Uh, they're protecting a religious organization that wants to partner with other religious organizations that believe the way they believe. So that's the same thing. If I'm an LGBTQ, then go to a minister that will perform my ceremony. What? But don't go to, if I go to Joe Smith, the Reverend Joe Smith, and he says, well, I, I believe that marriage is between a man and a woman. So I just, I can't in good faith perform your ceremony.
1: Okay, cool, I can cool, perform pastors. all your divorces. I'm
0: okay, cool, pastor. Move around. Pastors
1: don't perform divorces. They okay it though. Whenever they marry the wrong people again,
2: I have so, so I don't understand how this I, again. So you understand if, I understand what you're saying, uh-huh. but a lot of people we have a, a lot of people in the community uh-huh. don't go to a, a you know now we call them gay friendly churches. Yeah, that's not where we go. We go right. to a, normal, a regular church, Right. normal church. Okay, right. and so if I'm worthy enough for me to tie it and to do be your servant inside your church, yeah, why can't you do that?
0: Right, I agree with that. So don't agree are, with that. Like you yeah.
2: know, if, so am I, if, if I'm Being fed that this is my family, this Uh is who's nurturing me, and yes, I will feel comfortable without having to go to do research to find a gay-friendly pastor or somebody Mm -hmm. ordained. I I would want to go to my person that I've been going to since I was 12 that knows me. Right. So I feel like that ends up being a personal decision and not based upon the religion. So like, it's, you know.
0: it's 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 contradictory, mm-hmm. is what you're saying. Yes. So you're saying if I'm an LGBTQ person and I'm going to your church and I'm tithing and I'm doing all these things, or all, or yeah, music, or if I'm if I'm, I'm leading the choir, whatever yeah. I'm doing, if I'm at your church, pastor so and so. Um, And then I come to you and I say, Hey, you know, I want to bring my girlfriend because we uh, we want to go ahead and get married. Oh no, Talitha! I mean, you can uh, you can tithe, Sister Talitha, and you can serve, Sister Talitha, but we don't believe in that, Sister Talitha. So we're not gonna. Let me refer you to. That's what you're saying. Yeah, like because now that has
2: happened, and that's why a lot of people now rebut it because they like, well, I've been here for ten years, and you knew what I was, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so I just think that's where some of the issues come. So I probably would stand firm
0: in that too. Okay. Yeah. And so now you so now you're saying that uh the community is fighting back because 'cause they're saying, Okay, you can use me here mhm but when I want to do this, you can't use me. Right now, it's right. all of a sudden it's, it's a problem. It's, a problem. Or, it's gonna be embarrassing. Right. Or, it's gonna, right. or, or you can use me to lead your choir because we're always talking about that, and that's the you know some with, of some of the big issues because um, a lot of uh, LGBTQ communities um, um, they do have that they're they're just you know really into music, right? So now I'm the choir director at your church, but it's um, on the hush that I live with my boyfriend. So no, nobody knows. I mean, they know, but they don't know, but we don't talk about it. So I can live with my boyfriend and pastor very well knows that I do. Um, But then when I come and I say something or, or I want to come and be just free and be myself. Now it's a problem. Right. So that's what you guys are saying. And I, I can totally, totally, totally agree with that. So I believe that at that point, you know what I'm saying, the pastor, you're the one who has to set the standard. And it's up to you on, on how you do things and how. And that's hard. Yes, yeah, hard because, you know, y'all well, know that I'm a pastor's yeah, I'm but a pastor's goes, kid. I
2: mean, yeah. Oh, for you, it's hard. I was going to say, no, it shouldn't because, I mean, they're teaching and preaching to us to not judge. And at that yeah. point, that's what you're doing.
0: Yeah, I'm talking about I'm, what I'm saying. The hard part is that that. As a pastor, you say, okay, well, everybody come and receive love and receive this word. But as a pastor, if I believe that that is a sin, just like I believe fornication is a sin and all that other kind of stuff, and I'm preaching that that is a sin, and then you have people that are coming into your community or into your church that live that lifestyle, then you have to figure out as a pastor what you're going to do because it does look contradictory.
1: It yeah. very well, it, I mean, it It's it just always does. contradictory from the start. They look over- yeah. You know massive you look up, sins, right. like you, you look right you look over, weakness you look over is a massive sin, you look dude. over like,
0: gossip, you look over all right, of that all stuff, of that. And, and you just, just point worse. to that one key right. you know that one key sin, and now everybody's up in arms about it, so i agree I completely yeah, agree crazy. with that. So, and I, I, you know, and I told you that I asked about the uh, gluttony, but I can't get into that because that'll be really long. Uh, So gluttony being a sin and you got all these fat pastors out here, like, what y'all preaching about that? You know, what (laughs) y'all, what what y'all talking about? not with no
1: health issues, like with some real, you know, I'm going to eat 7,000 calories (laughs) a night, y'all coming, we're going to go to Golden Corral. Close it down.
0: So, you guys, my next topic is um, I was going to open up the line. So if you guys want to call in, you surely can. I'm only going to take one call if somebody wants to call in. 702-551-5261, talking about the Equality Act, if you have something to say. But my next topic um, in the turn, we are talking about I want to discuss black women, um, us folks or my folks or people like me. Um, they are a growing. There are a growing number of African American women who have chosen for themselves a new life, leaving the church in search of more meaning in their lives. So, in the promotion for her book, uh, the Eb- the Ebony Exodus Project, um, there was uh, the author was talking about why some black women are walking out on religion and others should do the same. She said that black women are the single most religious demographic in the United States, yet they are among the poorest least educated, and least healthy groups in the nation. Drawing on the author's own experience as an evangelical minister and her present work as a secular counselor and researcher, the Ebony Exodus Project makes a direct connection between the church and the plight of black women. Through interviews with African-American women who have left the church, the author reveals the shame and suffering often caused by the church and the resulting happiness, freedom, and sense of purpose these women have felt upon walking away. And so the book calls on other black women to honestly reflect on their relationship with religion and challenges them to consider that perhaps the answers to their problems rest not inside a church, but inside of themselves. So let's unbag this one and discuss in the turn. Do we think that black women are doing better now that they are discovering or rediscovering their true selves? Because I have my good friend Kelly uh, Mariche uh, on my first show that I w- that I did here at Hot Set on 2, and she, was com- she has completely walked away from the faith, and she talked about her being a coach, helping other people, transition right. from the church and religion.
1: Mm-hmm. So West Coast coffee go. Uh,
0: uh why Reese what has been your what is you are you really looking at the coffee trying to free, Um Reese what <laughs> what has been your experience as far as the church is concerned and what do you think about that? Why do you think so many black women are leaving the faith?
2: Uh <clears throat> I don't necessarily know if they're leaving it. Okay. You know, it's yeah. almost kind of like when we have relaxes and we kind of just transition back to natural hair you know okay (laughs) okay um right i think they're just learning more like because we do have so many denominations we do pick and choose what we want to read from Mm -hmm. you know the biblical standpoint that Mm -hmm. it can be like oh it goes back to that oh well what's good you know it's just like it's just time that you research your own stuff get your own being you know uh and then it's okay to uh read Buddhist books or, you know, uh, Unitarian books, you know, Mm -hmm. to open your mind to know Mm -hmm. what the difference between religion and faith is Mm -hmm. or being spiritual, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And it's just about the things that we need to go back um, as far as just knowing health-wise, naturally, that Things from the earth are good. Right. Being around, you know, everybody now, we know what the real vitamin D is and not just, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: some other things. You know, when you see rocks, you kind of know the difference now. Um, but it's also that feeling, that feeling that you do. I mean, I just sometimes feel when people say, uh, like, meditation is, you talking to God. Mm-hmm. Like right. they not they different, but they're the same. And just because I'm doing one um, more doesn't mean mm-hmm. that I don't believe and something you still believing in. You just want to bring it more inwardly. Like, you trust yourself, you trust your gut, you love, and you get love. It's what your mind is telling you to do yeah. and not the entity of the God or the Trinity. Or religion, know? right. Yes.
0: I, I can agree with that, Reese, before I let you comment because I this is in my head and I just wanted to say it, that um, the one thing, like I said before, I think I appreciated my father because he studied other religions. And so I'll say this and I'll say this again um, until I'm blue in the face. I I believe that it is totally okay for you to study other religions and you decide what religion or what uh, path you want to follow. And so as a believer, it's not my place to tell you exactly what to do. It's just to if, if I want to share my faith, because that's what our our religion believes, that we should share our faith. So I share my faith with you, or I share my testimony it's with you, and then you decide what it is that you want to do. But it, 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 it shouldn't be on me to say, no, you can't study Buddhism. No, you can't study this. No, you can't study that. Let you do what it is that you do, and then go from there. And so I think that that's where we, as believers, are kind of missing the mark. Because I believe that... Um, we should evangelize we we should if that's what our religion teaches us to do which it does um you put it out there and then you you know if people have questions they'll come to you and they'll ask right. you know what i'm saying right. but like but like Reese said if i'm reading uh from a buddhist or a buddhist book or if i'm studying um islam there might be some uh some very similar a lot of similarities mm-hmm. in that and the uh, christian faith and so if i want to take those and i want to apply this one and um apply that one as well if, if if that's okay you know what i'm saying if i have a relationship a personal relationship with god is he gonna say oh no go to hell because you're meditating the wrong way it, it just it's just weird it's just kind of weird and i have a lot of questions about it but what do you think about
1: i just feel like everything is now i'm now looking at everything being a big chip off the same block okay it's just some people receive this part of the the, the block some people receive this part mm-hmm. okay <clears throat> you know You let a dog lick you in the face, but you won't let him pee on your shoes. But all that liquid is formulated from the same air. Okay. You know, it's a mutation from the same molecules.